0: you're listening to the locked on broncos podcast hosted by cody rourke your daily broncos podcast
1: Phase 1 of the NFL's offseason program is starting to end, and Phase 2 will begin next week. What are the key dates to keep an eye on? What does it mean for the Denver Broncos? Plus, we evaluate the Broncos 2021 undrafted rookie free agent class, and we chat with Ben Stevens of Locked On Big Ten on today's brand new episode, Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Locked On NFL Network, your team, every day from the south stance to the end zone. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, Senior NFL Analyst at Pro Football Network and Broncos Analyst for the Lockdown NFL Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Work NFL. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Broncos and hit that follow or subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the Odyssey app, and also YouTube. We begin the transition. We're going to have video podcasts on YouTube on the Lockdown Broncos YouTube channel. Go hit subscribe on that so you can get the video content as well as the audio content that you get every single day, folks, five days a week, all year long long. Very excited to be joined by all of you across Broncos country on this beautiful Friday. Hope you're doing well here, but we're going to get some Broncos news and notes. Phase one of the Broncos offseason program is ending and phase two begins next week. And one of the things we have to take a look at here is some of the language of the offseason program in phase two. It's going to begin on May 17th. And for Denver, that's going to be when rookies report for rookie camp. May 14th, through May 16th is when the rookies are going to be introduced into the process. And then OTAs will officially begin for the team on May 24th through May 25th. They'll get the 26th off and they'll come back on May 27th. And then they'll have a few more days off. And then from June 1st through 2nd, they'll be back for OTAs. They'll have a day off June 4th, and then they'll have two days again, June 7th through June 8th, and then June 10th through June 11th, and then they'll have some time off there for mandatory minicamp for a couple of days, and it's going to be a two-day mandatory minicamp from June 15th to June 17th, but what does this entail for the organization? What is Phase 2 Represent. There's a lot of questions about what the team can or can't do, and Phase 2, as the NFL has outlined, it's been shortened from three weeks to just one week, and on-field workouts may include individual player instruction and drills— Perfect play drills, drills in place conducted with offensive players lining up across from offensive players and defensive players lining up across from defensive players, with each group being permitted to align 11 or fewer players across from 11 or fewer players. And players on one side of the ball may execute a play, but players on the opposite side of the ball, they may not initiate any contact with or attempt to impede the progress of players who are running the play. All such drills must be conducted at an acceptable walk-through pace, similar to what you would see with Pro Bowl practice. That's Phase 2 from May 17th to May 21st. Now, when Phase 3 begins, that's May 24th through June 18th. This is the important window, and this remains its customary four-week length it begins in phase three, clubs may conduct in-person meetings and classroom instruction that is subject to COVID-19 protocols, testing cadence, tracking, facility access, and other things. And during phase three, teams may conduct a total of 10 days of organized team practice activity or what we call OTAs. There will be no live contact, but it is allowable to have seven-on-seven, nine-on-seven, and and 11-on-11 drills. And according to Article 22 of the Collective Bargaining Agreement, it stipulates that clubs and organizations may hold one mandatory minicamp for veteran players and this minicamp, noted below, must occur during Phase 3 of the off-season program. We already talked about the rookie camp and for the mandatory minicamp for Denver, it's going to be June 15th through June 17th, the rookie minicamp, May 14th through May 16th, which is next week. But everything else in between is considered OTA off-season workouts, so the Broncos looking at getting on the field and going through some installation, some terminology, and it'll be fun to watch the Broncos get back on the field, but this is going to lead them into training camp in late July, early August, and there will be 3 preseason games from what the NFL has reported. So for new guys, for rookies, for second-year players, this is much different than what we were all accustomed to seeing last year, obviously, when the pandemic was at its peak and the NFL had strict protocols. Protocols will still be in place, but you have to factor in players that have been vaccinated already. There's going to be some sort of leeway with that. But overall, the organization will have to be very limited and cautious with how they approach this and gathering a lot of players in the same vicinity. We'll see that 7-on-7, 9-on-7, 11-on-11 without contact, without full speed. Nothing is live, and it's all about protecting players and keeping players safe. That's what the Broncos are hoping to do, and that's going to begin next week when the rookies report – for Rookie Minicamp. We'll have coverage here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast and we'll keep you up to date when players are introduced and we'll talk about some of the news happening around Broncos country, especially next week. And since Juwan James' injury from earlier on this week, the NFL has sent a memo out to clubs and organizations that says that clubs are encouraged to remind players of the significant injury-related protection provided if they choose to work out at the club facility and the risks that they undertake in choosing to train in a non-NFL location. So any kind of injury that happens... And Hopefully none happens this year when the Broncos report for OTA's minicamp. But if there is a player that is injured on the field at the team facility, they are protected. If they go and they work out elsewhere, they are not protected by the collective bargain agreement. And the organization could void any contractual guarantees and that's what we're going to see with Juwan James. We still have no word yet if the Broncos plan to void that or if they're still planning on paying him. But the NFL is putting some pressure on the Broncos to not pay Juwan James. And it could save the Broncos a lot of cap space if they don't. So that's going to be a situation we continue to monitor as the NFL, the NFLPA, still have a lot of ambiguity amongst some of their communication with players. And that's been a very vocal point. And hopefully it doesn't turn into anything nasty. But you never know. We'll see. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. We're going to get into our conversation on the Broncos' undrafted rookie free agent class of 2021, talk about prior success stories, and maybe which player could have a chance to make the 53-man roster this year, or even the practice squad. Coming up here in just a second. But before we do that, folks, i got to tell you about the two sponsors of today's episode of the show. It's a good friends of their BetOnline.ag and Nugenics. And BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. you got the NBA season gearing up for the playoffs in the play-in round beginning in the next week, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. You get all the latest news and odds and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. So before the next tip-off, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as your teams prep for their runs to the playoffs Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you sign up using promo code Locked On. That's one word: Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And hey, Broncos fans, listen up! NuGenix, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering you a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. And to get your complimentary bottle of NuGenix Total Tea, all you gotta do: text Draft to two three one. Two, three, one. And this unique man-boosting formula is powered by testophan which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increases energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, if you text now, they'll include a bottle of NuGenix Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape absolutely free. So text DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Following the conclusion of last week's NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos reached out to various players who did not have their name called on day one, day two, or day three. And often at times when you reflect on the undrafted route, many players that go undrafted, if they get a camp invite, they tend to fizzle out and you never hear from them again. They have to figure out what life is like after football, some of them end up in leagues like the CFL, maybe the XFL is something that could be an option for some of these players, but not many of them statistically will go on to have success in the National Football League. But, but in hindsight, when we look at the Denver Broncos, they've had a variety of different success stories that have come through the building and some notable names, Chris Harris Jr. You know, Champ Bailey was very monumental in his feedback and Chris Harris Jr. used training camp as an opportunity to learn from Champ Bailey Made it very difficult for the Broncos at that point to say, hey, we're not going to cut this guy. We're going to bring him in on the active roster. Chris Harris Jr.'s story has told itself, and we, we know his impact in the national football. becoming one of the best slot corners in the NFL. And obviously his time in Denver to no fly zone is something to touch on. And then a few years ago, you have Philip Lindsay, the undrafted rookie who came out of Colorado local product that the Broncos and many other teams passed over. And then he was tempted to sign with the Baltimore Ravens. But the Broncos, they they called him. He he came into training camp and we saw up close and personal his impact right away in camp and then preseason, obviously, he was a dashy guy, and then in the NFL regular season, we saw what he was able to do, rushing for 1,000 yards. He became a big story across the NFL, and then most recently, Malik Reed, a couple years ago, an undrafted rookie free agent out of Nevada, stepped into the role for the Broncos after Bradley Chubb went down with the torn ACL. He was able to get playing time. He was able to impress the Broncos coaching staff prior to that in the preseason, registering multiple sacks in only three games of action. I mean, that was something that stood out about Malik Reed, and Now he's a big part of the Broncos rotation as a key defensive player. Last season, you take a look at Asang Bassey and Levante Bellamy, though I don't know if Bellamy is going to be on the roster this upcoming season. I think he'll be there for training camp, but more than likely, he could be released at some point. Asang Bassey obviously tore his ACL towards the end of the season last year, but he was one of those guys that came into the offseason, the fact that there was limited opportunities for undrafted rookie free agents to really showcase what they could do. Their practice reps in practice were minimized in comparison to years prior, and Bassey made the most of it. He turned the eyes of the coaches, Ronaldo Hill, and Vic Fangio. He made the active roster. He was on the 53, and he started at some point early on in the season and also towards the end of the season before tearing his ACL. Now, the following players never really got their start with the Denver Broncos, but they were undrafted rookie free agents. That's Mike Purcell, Bryce Callahan, Alexander Johnson, Tim Patrick, and Deontay Spencer. Johnson, you know, you can make the exception. Yes, the Broncos have given him the chance, but there was a point in time before he emerged that he was in danger of being cut. He was able to stand out on special teams, and that's where he really kind of made a name for himself. This is where a lot of these players can make a name for themselves coming into 2021. We talked about some of those players on yesterday's episode of the show, the fact that the Broncos need some guys to step up on special teams, and oftentimes it's the young players that make it happen. So let's take a look at the Broncos' undrafted rookie-free agent class, quick projections as to maybe how they fit into the scheme of things and which players may have a chance to make the practice squad or the 53-man roster. Starting things off here with Air Force guard Nolan Loffenberg. He's just a depth option of the Broncos. They have a lot of guys on the offensive line. Quinn minors there, Austin Schlottman. I, I don't know where Schlottman's status stands after the Quinn Miners selection in the third round of this year's NFL draft, but maybe Nolan Laufenberg can come in and compete with Austin Schlottman for one of those roster spots because on the offensive line side of things, you can never have enough depth guys, and the Broncos right now, they're trying to fill out their 90 man roster for training camp, and obviously at, at some point towards the preseason, the end of the preseason, they will have to make some roster cuts in order to Dwindle that down and you're gonna figure out which guys you want to bring back on the practice squad. And hopefully the NFL makes some of the rules apply as to you know how it we're last year with having more guys on the practice squad than you were able to have in years prior. I'm hoping that the NFL keeps that. So far, we don't have any word on what that's gonna look like so far. And then you have Adam Prentice, who formerly went to Colorado State. He is a fullback. Now, for me, the issue that I see with this, the Broncos this past week just released Jeremy Cox, who was a running back fullback option. Andrew Beck is kind of filled in as that fullback hybrid type player, but part of me believes that the Broncos are going to be dwindling out that position this year. I don't think they're going to have much need for an actual fullback However, that H-back type role where you offset him as a sniffer offline, you can set him as one of the guys in 12 personnel next to the inline tight end. You can cross motion him backside underneath as a backside blocker, extra pass protection there. I just don't know if the Broncos are going to have any kind of need for a fullback. They have guys on the roster that can do so already. Andrew Beck is the most prominent example there. So we're going to see what the Broncos offense will look like. And with the injury to Juwan James, Illinois State offensive tackle Drew Himmelman, he's a six foot nine, 300-pound, offensive tackle in my opinion I feel like he's got the best opportunity right now to make the practice squad to make the roster just on paper right he's got to come into training camp he's got to come into practice and rookie camp he's got to turn heads he's got to perform or else it's a mute point talking about it right now but projection wise he has an opportunity to make a name for himself not necessarily on the active roster then again stranger things have happened but you want to have some of these guys that you can develop and he is a guy that is raw and could use some refinement in his overall game That's why Chris Cooper and Mike Munchak are the offensive line coaches for the Broncos. Denver might have an opportunity to mold Himmelman into something. So we'll see what it looks like there. Temple wide receiver Brandon Mack is one of the other undrafted rookie free agents. And usually in training camp, you see... The wide receiver position, the cornerback and safety groups have the most players all around the board, and usually because that's a position where when you're rotating guys in, your starters have a various amount of reps that you want to get them in on, but you don't want to put too much wear and tear on them, especially in training camp, and if you're going to play them at all in preseason, you want to keep everybody fresh. So these guys that are fringe roster guys or fringe training camp guys that you know at any point in time, they could be released during camp, you have to find a way to get reps in there and compete, and this is an opportunity for them to showcase what they have to coaches, And also to the Broncos scouts in terms of when the Broncos and the coaching staff, the executive front office, they go and they sit down, they have meetings, they say, okay, hey, here's our depth, here's maybe what we can do with this guy. We feel like we can develop this guy. We'll, we'll have plans to put him on the training camp roster. And if we have to make cuts, we're hoping to be able to bring him back and keep him on the practice squad. So that could be something there. But the Broncos, obviously, are going to go with a variety of skill guys. They love Iowa tight ends. As Sean Beyer will be a training camp body for them. Not sure at this point if he has a chance to make the 53-man roster, even the practice squad after training camp. But you know, stranger things have happened. The Broncos, they do have some depth issues at tight end right now. You do have Albert Okwabunum coming off of an ACL, not going to be Full speed for training camp, according to Vic Fangio. You have Noah Fant. You want to preserve him. And then Eric Sobert, that the Broncos just signed this past week, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's going to be there for training camp. And Andrew Beck is obviously a player we've talked about as well. But one guy to maybe keep an eye on in terms of the Broncos losing Joe Jones. Yes, you can expect maybe Josh Watson to try to step up and take that special teams role on. But Stanford linebacker Curtis Robinson Could be a player to keep an eye on as it pertains to maybe being a special teams guy. And he might have the most opportunity to make the team based on if he performs well on special teams in preseason and even in practice. Because practice is really the key evaluator. And then when you get to the games in the preseason, you're able to see how a guy performs when the lights shine really bright. Going against somebody else rather than your own teammates. So keep an eye on Curtis Robinson is one of my guys there. Vanderbilt edge rusher Andre Mintz, he's got a fast get-off. He is also my other player. I'm telling Broncos fans, hey, keep an eye on him during training camp if fans are able to attend training camp. I know I'll be at training camp as media, but if you're able to attend training camp, keep your eye on Andre Mintz, and we'll watch him in the preseason. And then we're going to get the Colorado State wide receiver, Warren Jackson. He's a sizable player. Doesn't play necessarily too physical when you look at his tape, but Coach Azani, he can get that. He can establish that and help develop that in a player like Jackson. The Broncos wide receiver room, you're going to have a lot of depth in that room, especially during training camp. You're going to have probably maybe 12 or 13 guys at that position because you're going to have offense one, offense two, and offense three. You're going to rotate a variety of guys and Jackson might be one of those guys that ends up being a special teams player for the Broncos. So if I had to tell Broncos fans to keep an eye on four prospects out of this undrafted rookie free agent class it would be Andre Mintz, Warren Jackson, Curtis Robinson, and Drew Himmelman as the names more than likely that are going to be more noteworthy When we talk about training camp practice and preseason games from undrafted rookie-free agents. And Broncos country, which undrafted rookie-free agents do you believe might have the best opportunity to come in and make the team this upcoming season? I'd like to know. Send me your thoughts on Twitter, at CodyWorkNFL, at LockdownBroncos. Your feedback always matters to me. But Broncos country, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to get into our interview with Ben Stevens, host of the Lockdown Big Ten podcast. If you're a Big Ten football fan, Ben Stevens does a great job of bringing you daily news, content, and coverage. He interviewed me a couple days ago to ask about the Broncos selections from the Big 10 when we talk about Baron Browning, Jonathan Cooper and Jamar Johnson. That interview is coming up here in just a moment, but before we do that I got to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of the show that's our good friends over there at Built Bar and Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. And did you know that Built Bar now has 9 delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor if you're subscribed to their email list. And for me, I'm a huge fan of Built Bar. My favorite is peanut butter brownie. I like double chocolate. I like salted caramel. And there's a Built Bar out there for everybody. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors and you'll be able to make a decision as to which flavor is your favorite. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting for you, but they're healthy too. And most of the flavors have around 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and only four grams net carbs. And I want you to order today and get that raspberry or that peanut butter brownie, whatever flavor you like. And before Mother's Day on May 9th, this upcoming Sunday, if you don't know what to get your mom for Mother's Day, you got to get her some Bilt Bar because we know that moms love Bilt Bar. So send her a box and you're sure to be her favorite at least for a while until you get her the next box of Bilt Bars by going to BiltBar.com and using promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com.
0: And we begin this episode by looking at two NFL teams that selected three Big Ten players in the 2021 NFL Draft. We start first with Cody Rourke, the host of Locked On Broncos, to take a look at the three Big Ten talents that the Denver Broncos selected in this past weekend's draft. Cody, great to have you on the podcast. I ask you first, before we dive into the players the Broncos selected out of the Big Ten Conference, what did you make of my singing voice as you heard me sing the Rock Auto jingle?
1: I hope they give you a royalty check, my man. That was good. That was good.
0: I try my best you know I give them all I have each and every day so Cody starts us off here on two for Thursday looking at the Broncos players that were selected out of the Big Ten Conference Cody we start with the Broncos and in my mind I think they got some of the best value out of the Big Ten Conference across the three selections that they made some of my favorite draft picks in the entirety of the NFL draft yes I am biased as Big Ten Ben but I think some great value and tremendous upside in the Broncos selections let's start with the first pick the Broncos made, the final pick of the third round, the Ohio State linebacker in Barron Browning. What did you make of that selection for Denver?
1: Well, it's an interesting pick for the Broncos because they were looking at different options, and Baron Browning has got this hybrid ability to him to play edge. He could play inside backer. I see him in Denver more than likely fulfilling the inside backer role. The Broncos, they needed some depth there. They need a guy that has some speed and athleticism, probably some elite athleticism. We saw in the Super Bowl the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had two inside linebackers that were athletic, and versatile baron browning can be that guy for the broncos alongside justin stern out of wake Forest, who they had last year and it could be a good compliment to guys like alexander johnson and josie Jewell. so uh, browning's gonna come into training camp he's gonna learn both edge and inside backer for the broncos vic fangio likes his guys to know a little bit of both but for the broncos to get him at that point i feel like that's a really good value i think it was a steal in terms of his positioning and where they got him Before the
0: 2021 NFL draft, Baron Browning was a name that I highlighted that I thought was going to be a day two selection, most likely in the second round that I thought had first round talent. And I think he transitions well to that inside position in the NFL, one of the more versatile athletic players coming out of Ohio State. They had him more on the outside for the Buckeyes, but I think he can make that transition. So where do you see Baron Browning fitting in that Vic Fangio system? Obviously, the defensive minded head coach of the Denver Broncos.
1: I have to envision it's going to be in the dime package or even sometimes in the nickel. He might be that coverage linebacker because the Broncos, they play in a division in the AFC West where there's a lot of spread them out. There's a lot of three-by-one, empty formations going against the Chiefs, the Raiders, and even the Chargers. They're going to expand their offense a little bit more in terms of a throwing style of attack there. Denver has to have the guys to do it. Now, I think they have the secondary to do it, but then when you account for the skill players on the outside, you have to account for tight ends on the in line. You have to account for running backs out of the backfield. Browning's going to be that type of guy for the Broncos. Will he be the guy that is in that role? I mean, he's going to have competition. He's not just going to come in and have it handed to him. He's going to have to compete against Justin Sternate, who missed all of last season as a rookie. He's a a guy that the Broncos are very high on, but this is one of George Payton's guys that fits the mold of what Vic Fangio wants to do defensively. But yes, I mean, all eyes on training camp are going to be on Baron Browning.
0: And it just dawned on me, by the way, that this two for Thursday episode of the Locked On Big Ten podcast is solely focused on the AFC West. So there you go. Two for Thursday about the AFC West, first with the Broncos and then the Los Angeles Chargers coming up in a little bit. The second selection the Denver Broncos made out of the Big Ten Conference, in my mind, is one of the biggest steals in the NFL draft when you look at the upside in value of where it fell in this 2021 NFL Draft, and that being the safety out of Indiana in Jamar Johnson. Fifth round selection, number 164 overall. What did you make of that pick, Cody, when you saw it come down on Saturday?
1: Well, Jamar Johnson, he's a ball hawk. And when you look at the Broncos statistically, the last couple of seasons, they have really struggled with generating takeaways. And obviously, Johnson, he's accustomed to it. He even had some plays against Justin Fields, who Broncos fans were clamoring for this offseason, especially when the, he was available at pick number nine. Devin went Pat or tan. But, uh, you know, I think for Jamar Johnson, he's going to be in a safety room that has Justin Simmons. You've got Kareem Jackson there for another year. Can he play that hybrid, strong safety role? That's going to be a big question because Justin Simmons, he's locked up. But I've always been a big proponent of saying on the Lockdown Broncos podcast, if any injury were to happen to Justin Simmons or if it were to happen to Kareem Jackson, I was really worried about the depth behind them. And if these guys could come in and learn the system and, and maybe not be thrown to the fire right away, I think they'll benefit. You just have to hope that the guys in front of them stay healthy, which for the last couple of years, Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson, they've both been able to do that.
0: Jamar Johnson, four interceptions in only eight games this past 2020 Big Ten football season. So like Cody mentioned, a ball hawk to his core. The final selection the Denver Broncos made in the 2021 NFL Draft out of the Big Ten Conference. Their second guy out of Ohio State, the edge rusher in Jonathan Cooper. A seventh round pick. Do you think he can find himself on the 53-man roster for the Denver Broncos when all is said and done?
1: I absolutely think he can. And for some reason, I think the Broncos, Vic Fangio, he loves these Ohio State guys. I mean, a couple years ago, let's not forget Draymond Jones uh, was the selection for Denver in the third round. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, was the steal of that draft class for them. And he's going to be the expected starter this year. So, obviously, for a guy like Cooper coming in, he might be a depth option behind Draymond Jones. He might be one of those guys that plays his way there. The Broncos right now, they have Shelby Harris, they have Draymond Jones, they also had Deshaun Williams, but that's not enough depth there. So I think Jonathan Cooper, he, you know, one thing I've noticed from him on film, he plays edge discipline really well. He squeezes, he punches the outside tackle the shoulder, he squeezes a downhill line depth, and if the play comes to the outside, he does a good job of taking an angle of tracking it, forcing the guy wider. So, Cooper in my opinion, he might be a guy that Coach Bill Collar really loves to watch and he's going to have his work cut out for him at training camp But I think it'll be a good experience for him. And I think the value, even though he's a seventh-round pick, he's a pretty dang good player for a seventh-round pick.
0: And I'm, I don't know if you saw any of the hype videos out of Ohio State this past year, but Jonathan Cooper, one of the most vocal leaders in that Ohio State locker room. A lot was made of Justin Fields, and rightfully so, for really starting the We Want to Play movement in the Big Ten Conference. Jonathan Cooper was right by his side, his teammate at Ohio State. So I think he adds great leadership value to that Denver Broncos team as well. And I'm not sure you saw the video as well afterward, but all the kids on Jonathan Cooper's street coming to congratulate him after being selected in the NFL Draft, that a great moment. That's what the NFL Draft is all about. Did you see that video, Cody?
1: I did, and it goes to show that the Broncos in this draft process in the last couple of years, they've really focused on guys who have leadership, as you mentioned, and also high character qualities. When you look at the Broncos, they got Justin Simmons, who's their two-time Walter Payton Man of the Year. When you look at Jonathan Cooper, the fact that there's all these little kids that look up to him that came to congratulate him, I think it speaks volumes to his character, who he is, and how respected he is, and is somebody that kids can look up to. So, I, I mean, I became a fan of him just because of that. I, I know what it's like to work with youth, and I I know how important it is that youth have role models and Cooper is that role model for some of these kids and like it's it's an exciting moment, but it just goes to show the whole neighborhood is supportive of him, and now he's going to have a chance to come in and work his way into the NFL lineup.
0: And when Jonathan Cooper lines up inside the white lines, he puts on the eye black all across the face. He is tenacious, so I think he will be a great pick for the Denver Broncos as well. So three selections out of the Big Ten Conference, Cody, all of them on the defensive side of the ball. Was that a f- area of focus for the Denver Broncos in this draft?
1: It was because last year, Denver really up, beefed up their offensive side. They they addressed offensive depth with young guys. They had a Jerry Jude KJ Hamler last year. So this was the year that they were going to focus on defense and they went all in. They needed a cornerback depth. They needed a linebacker depth. They needed a safety depth. And they addressed all those positions.
0: KJ Hamler, also a selection out of the Big Ten Conference coming from Penn State. Cody Rourke, the host of Locked On Broncos, breaking it down in the way that he adds each and every time expertise and insight on how those Big Ten stars of yesteryear now look to contribute at the next level for the Denver Broncos. Cody, thank you very much for your time.
1: Always fun jumping on with my man, Big Ten Ben. Ben Stevens does a great job with the Locked On Big Ten podcast. If you're a Big Ten football fan, you definitely have to check out what Ben has to say on your favorite podcast provider. But Broncos country, that will do it for today's episode. Locked On Broncos on this beautiful Friday all across Broncos country. Hope you've had an amazing week. We've had a lot of stuff happen. Juwan James' injury happened. Broncos rookie set to report next week. We'll have you covered here. Lockdown Broncos every single day, five days a week, 30 minutes or less. The best Broncos news content and coverage you're going to get in the podcast sphere. And in the meantime, we're also entertaining a brand new idea of creating a voicemail line where you can call the voicemail line. You can leave your quick Broncos thoughts and analysis in audio format from your phone and we'll use your audio here on the show. We'll react to it, but make you a part of the show from your voice. We know we do Twitter Tuesday where you send in your tweets and I always respond here. But it'd be nice to get fans' voices here on the show. So let me know if that's an idea that you would be okay with. And in the meantime, if you're a big YouTube fan, go to YouTube right now. Type in Lockdown Broncos. Go to the Lockdown Broncos YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button because beginning next week, we're going to have Lockdown Broncos in video format. What you're hearing right now will still be here in audio, but you'll also see me on video. So you can take us with you wherever you go. Lockdown Broncos. With that said, I'm Cody York, host of the show. I'll see you all on Monday for a brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos.